So you might remember a little while back, there were people using nail files on TikTok to help to straighten their teeth. And that was like really bad because it's eroding the enamel with the nail file and people can get into the nerves and get sensitivity. I was doing some videos last year about that. Like, no, don't do that. Bad idea. Bad, bad idea. Welcome to the No Cap Health Show, a podcast inspired by Dr. Brian Boxer-Walkler's popular TikTok channel with over 3 million followers. Each week, Dr. Brian will pull the curtain back on viral TikTok health videos and label them as cap, false, or no cap, true. Even if you aren't on TikTok, now is the time to get on board, have fun, and join his podcast. Dr. Brian is a board-certified eye surgeon specializing in advanced LASIK, keratoconus, wider eyes, dry eyes, cataract surgery, and reading vision improvement at the Boxer Waffler Vision Institute in Beverly Hills, California. Also, please remember, Dr. Brian is a doctor, but he is not your doctor. He is here to provide general information, not medical advice. So you should always check with your doctor before relying on any information. We're going to be off this week because it's the holiday, and we're going to be resharing one of our team's favorite episodes from the early days of the show. This was a really popular episode, so we're going to be sharing that. And for now, enjoy the conversations from the No Cap Health Show archive. Now, this week, I'm really excited to go over a video on TikTok that I found and got tagged a lot in, and it's about teeth whitening bruises, and creativity. So let's just dive in here. On to today's video. There are some human body cheat codes that you need to know. Firstly, everybody wants wider teeth, right? Quick way for you to get your teeth wider is to rub the back of a banana pill on them because the pill is rich in minerals and your teeth will be looking white in no time. Also, if you rub the back of a banana pill on your skin, it gets rid of acne too. So I might just have to keep a banana pill on me at all times. If you ever want to get rid of an annoying bruise, just use toothpaste. Take towards the minty toothpaste and rub it on your bruise about two times a day till it's gone. Proven that this will heal the bruise a lot faster. You're probably going to think this is pretty weird, but if you're ever running out of ideas and you need to be more creative, it's scientifically proven that if you just look at the color green, it actually enhances your creativity. So what do you think? We got a few things to unpack here, right? We've got teeth whitening. We've got bruising and we've got creativity boosters. Let's unpack the first thing, teeth whitening. Can using a banana on your teeth make your teeth whiter? What do you think? Is that cap or no cap? That is 100% cap. Now I'm all for recycling. I think it's great. But after you finish your banana, recycling the peel on your teeth is not going to get your pearly whites that you want. This is the key thing, is when you finish the banana, take that peel and just throw it away. That's really the best use for that. It's not going to be rubbing on your teeth. Now, if you do want to get whiter teeth, what are the proven things that can help? Well, number one is baking soda. So that Arm & Hammer baking soda that you see in the fridge that's collecting all the bad odors, that leftover foods, all that good stuff you've got, pizza, it's all absorbing it, right? Well, that same baking soda is what can actually help whiten teeth. So if people want to do this, they can try, of course, consult with the dentist before trying this. Take some of that baking soda, 
put it with some water, mix it up, and just use the toothbrush to brush the teeth. It can help whiten teeth. It's been shown to do that. It could take a few weeks to a few months to do it. But another way that's more convenient, actually, this is what I do, is when I have my toothpaste, I actually have toothpaste that has baking soda in it. And that's been shown to help remove plaque better even than regular toothpaste that doesn't have the baking soda. So you're kind of getting two for one when you're using a toothpaste with baking soda. Another thing people can consider doing is using hydrogen peroxide. So I'm going to throw you back to chemistry class where I was falling asleep a lot of times. H2O2, that's the chemical formula for hydrogen peroxide. I know lots of eyes are glazing right now, but that actually can help whiten teeth as well. So much so that there's toothpaste that even have baking soda and hydrogen peroxide in it. So you get the extra whitening effect from that. But also dentists can prescribe these trays that they make molds of your teeth with, and they have a little hydrogen peroxide gel that people can put it in there for a few hours. That actually is the same concept because the peroxide is actually helping to whiten teeth. By the way, if people do want to try an at-home regimen, again, I would recommend talking to your dentist about this before doing it. Over the counter, you can buy 3% hydrogen peroxide. You can consider mixing that with a little bit of baking soda, and people could try brushing three times a week with that. You don't want to overdo it because you can erode the enamel in your teeth. And enamel is really important. It's like you get one coating of enamel and that's all you get in life. So you might remember a little while back, there were people using nail files on TikTok to help to straighten their teeth. And that was like really bad because it's eroding the enamel with the nail file and people can get into the nerves and get sensitivity. I was doing some videos last year about that. Like, no, don't do that. Bad idea. Bad, bad idea. You want to protect the enamel. So that's why if you're going to try the hydrogen peroxide baking soda, you know, do it yourself mixture. I would probably say dentists don't recommend to do that more than three times a week. Now, another thing too that's worth mentioning is limiting or at least being aware of the things that can stain your teeth. So coffee is a big culprit when you have that lineup in in prison for all the culprits that are staining teeth. There's coffee right there. The mugshot coffee number one right on the hit list and also red wine, sodas, especially colas, different types of colas because of pigmentation of the cola itself, which gives it the brown color can stain teeth too. If you're going to be drinking those things, ideally have a shooter of some water right afterwards. When I'm drinking some of those things, I don't drink a lot of coffee, but if I do, I'm a big drinker. I have my water shooter right afterwards, let me tell you. Anybody can drink me under the table based on my habits there. But nonetheless, that helps to flush out some of the things in those other liquids that could stain teeth as well. Let's move on to the second one, which is using toothpaste for bruises. So in other words, after you're done with your toothpaste, should you spit it out or should you spit it on your bruise? What do you think? Cap or no cap? Well, actually, I have to be honest with you. This one is cap. Ah, misled you. You thought I was going down the no cap path, didn't you? So it is cap because toothpaste has no business being anywhere other than on your teeth and in your mouth. It should not be on your skin. And people were using this for acne. There were a number of TikTok videos going around about putting toothpaste on the skin for acne, and it can be very irritating. The rationale for using toothpaste on the skin for acne, at one point, 
was kind of valid because there was this one substance, one chemical that was in toothpaste that was actually antibacterial. So it did reduce bacteria. That's helpful for acne in teenagers, but modern toothpaste doesn't have that. So toothpaste can be very irritating for the skin. So nonetheless, on top of that, does it even work for bruises? Answer is no, it doesn't. Let's talk about the things that you can do to help reduce bruising if you get bruises. Well, try not to get a bruise, whether it's from sports or twisting your ankle. My daughter recently had that happen, and boy, did her ankle blow up like a grapefruit. But ice is really important, especially in the early injury period. That helps reduce swelling, and that can make that grapefruit get down into like a little tiny apple, which is still bruised, but it has less bruising because you're helping it with the ice. And then after a few days, people can alternate with heat and ice too. That can help the bruising dissipate. Another homeopathic treatment is using Arnica. Arnica, A-R-N-I-C-A, Arnica ointment can help facilitate bruising going away. And then we're going to look at another homeopathic treatment in the fruit part of the refrigerator with pineapple. So taking some pineapple and eating it can help reduce bruising and make the bruising go away faster. But also there's a chemical in pineapple called bromelian. And bromelian is the key part of why the pineapple helps. You can get bromelian cream as well and put it directly on the skin. And as a matter of fact, plastic surgeons that I know, a lot of times they will prescribe bromelian to help facilitate healing and reduce the bruising as well. On to the third part of this video. If you're running out of ideas and you need to be more creative, if you look at the color green, will it make you more creative? Will it boost those ideas? Turns out that that is not cap. Science has shown that the color green actually increases creativity with people. So it's true. So if you are feeling like you have run into a block, if you've hit that wall and you just can't come up with any ideas for something, maybe look at a green apple, maybe pull up a green box on your computer on the internet and look at a picture of a green box. So the color green does increase creativity. Now, I'm not saying that like Albert Einstein lived in a, a green apple orchard <laughs> because he was one of the most creative people out there, or Steve Jobs. Although Steve Jobs, I'm told used to live in a greenhouse. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding with that. Nonetheless, looking at the color green or exposing yourself to the color green can help you come up with some new ideas for a solution, a school project, issue at work, anything. Yeah, really anything. So it's interesting that colors have an effect also on more than just creativity, but different colors can affect us in different ways. There's actually interesting research on this that colors can affect our moods. And there's research that the color red can get us very excited. Red's a very stimulating color. And it has that emotional effect deep down to get us more energized. Red also, by the way, is the color that draws your eyes more than any other color. So next time you're going down the street or you're driving down the street, as long as you're in the passenger seat, look at the street signs of businesses on the street. 
request why the disclaimer. Dr. Bryan does not advise looking at the signs on the streets while you're driving a motor vehicle or operating heavy machinery, only if you're in the passenger seat. But you will notice that most street signs are in the color red because red draws your attention. By the way, there's this urban legend that is People who drive red cars tend to get pulled over more by the police and get more speeding tickets than any other color for the same reason that red draws your attention. People driving red cars did not get the most tickets. It wasn't the case. Actually, the color white. People who drove white cars got more tickets than any other color. But red was up there. Red was number two. So it's not exactly a slouch. I mean, red still pulled in quite a lot of speeding tickets. Don't kid yourself. But white was the top color. So what are some other colors and how they affect our moods? I think that's really interesting. Yellow is a very effective color for boosting your mood. It's bright, it's happy, it has that effect on people. And even yellow has an association with comedy. Although in any of the stand-up comedy clubs I've been to, I've never seen yellow in there. It's usually dark and grimy, depending on which club I'm in. But yellow is a good mood booster. And I'm actually looking at my water bottle right now. It's one of those metal water bottles, and it's a big, giant yellow one. And maybe that's why I'm so peppy and always in a good mood. Another color that I found really interesting that research has shown is that blue is very calming. I guess that's to be expected because you've got the blue ocean, you've got blue sky, you've got blue lakes, or depending on where you are, maybe your lake is green, overgrown with blue-green algae, or it's brown because there's a lot of businesses dumping toxic stuff there. But most of the time, I think we can assume that it's associated with nature, and blue does have a calming effect on people. And there was a really cool study. This was a really awesome study that was done. This study was done in college, and there was a dormitory, and they had six identical dorm buildings literally right next to each other. And what the researchers did, this is really cool. By the way, you will notice that most of the research done is like on college students because that's where the research is being done in college and they're the most accessible. So if you're in college, you're getting ready to go to college, you've already been to college, you will know that there's a good chance you're going to be asked to be in a research study. So they painted all the interior walls of each building a different color. So they had six different colors. And the results were really fascinating. So blue was the most preferred color out of all the colors. Next after blue was the green walls, and then violet, and then orange. Yellow and red were the last. So they concluded that pretty much those cooler colors, like blue, violet, and green, were more preferred than the warmer colors like yellow, orange, and red. And it's interesting because when they also asked about preferences for ceilings, the white ceiling was what people liked more than a colored ceiling. Turns out the white ceiling was the ceiling that got the most speeding tickets. Would you imagine that? No, I'm kidding. And the white ceiling was the most preferred, actually. Now, something else that was really interesting, especially if you're in school right now, you should note that they found that a blue interior, the blue walls inside, helped promote studying more than any other color. So if you're in school and you want to try to have better focus, perhaps, consider maybe painting a couple of the walls inside your room where you study blue. And now if you're in the library, I'm not advising to go down to the paint store and come back with big blue spray paints and start going crazy inside your library in your school. But in your home, or if you're in a dorm room, 
and you do have an opportunity and you're having difficulty studying, at least be aware that having blue walls can help facilitate your studying and maybe even give you a better focus while you're studying. Now, on the other hand, the worst color for studying were red and orange colors. So those were basically too arousing. Like I mentioned before, that's very, like red is very stimulating. So that's not going to be good when you're trying to focus. Now, if you're getting ready to do a sports tournament or a competition, surrounding yourself with something with red or looking at red or wearing a Chicago Bulls jersey, maybe that will get you all fired up, but nonetheless, not good for studying. That was a lot of fun to go through those. Here's the no cap recap. Number one, banana peels won't make your teeth whiter, but baking soda and hydrogen peroxide can. Number two, toothpaste for bruising is cap, but ice along with arnica and bromelian can help. And number three, the color green indeed can boost creativity and the color blue can help you focus, especially while studying. And in the meantime, the best way to show your appreciation for a podcast is tell people that you know about it, especially if you know people on TikTok, because they can really relate to the videos that we play. And also feel free to leave a review at ratethispodcast.com forward slash no cap. I will see you next week. Run music now. Thanks for listening to the No Cap Health Show. To review the show notes for this episode, which includes a summary, key takeaways, and any links mentioned, visit nocaphealthshow.com. Don't miss another episode and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, make sure to follow Dr. Brian on TikTok at MD. And remember, Dr. Brian is a real doctor, but he is not your doctor. He is here to provide general information, not medical advice. So you should always check with your doctor before relying on any information.